the morning. Um, we're on Nunches Thomas Aleph. How many lines down? Three, six. Six lines down. V'omar Abhamnuna. And says Abhamnuna, Horea Ukrute Yisrael, somebody who sees the great population of Kral Yisrael, Omer, he says, and Rashi says, we're talking about a large number of people of 600,000. When he sees 600,000 Yidden, Omer, he says, the bracha, Boruch Chacham Horozim. Is, Rashi says, what's Rozim? Rozim is an expression of secret. The one who knows what is in the heart of each and every person. What is the idea in this? Let's just finish off the saying, but if one sees, I don't know, 600,000 Goyim, he says, the Goymer, it's a humiliation, it's an embarrassment for your mother, etc., etc. But for Kladi Surah, he says, the Baruch Chacham The Marasha explains, he says, because we know there are 600,000 Deus in all. There's 600,000, whatever you want to translate the word Deus as, but there are 600,000 of them, such that there were 600,000, the numbers accounted as 600,000 at Harsinai, and we're told that any Torah that a person is Mechadish, he may think he's being Mechadish it, but the truth is, one of those 600,000 people at Harsinai already had thought about that, because there's no more than 600,000 days. It must be that already existed at that time. Well, the, 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 the number of people standing in Harsina were more than 600,000. That's only the number of males between, between, uh, between 20 and 60. You've got all the women, you've got all the children, you've got the people above 60. So, they say, it's, I, think, I think they did the number 3 million, I think it's possibly a toast to somewhere, 3 million, but... Um, the 600,000 is the number of Neshamas, as we'll discuss a little more in, in, as we go a little further. Conor Rabon has been taught in a bride's Yisrael, one who sees this great number of Yisrael, Oime, he says, Baruch Chacham Orozim, he says this bracha, Shein Dasum Zoyme Zelozeh, because their Deah is not similar to one another, Deimar Tufeyen Zoyme Zelozeh, and because their facial features are not similar to one another. The idea being that not just internally are we different, externally as well we are all different. And based on what we're going to speak about soon, in terms of the, the number of letters in Torah, are also, Chazal tell us, now how you work this out is a good question, there's different, different cheshwenes, how to get to it, but we're told there's 600,000 letters in the Torah, cor- corresponding to the 600,000, the Shomit, saw this Chacham How you get to that, as I said, is uh, there's different cheshwenes, so you count the spaces, the target, and all, there's different cheshwenes, how to get to it. But whatever that means, we're told there's 600,000 letters. And therefore the parasuf would seem to be that letter, that is the feature, that is the letter, you've got a limited number, and the deo is the side, is the inner meaning of that letter. We know that whole, the whole Torah, which is infinite, is contained within those the 600,000 letters. That's deo. The Ben Yoyad explains the reason why we mention these two things, deo and parasuf, is he says, because these are the two things which distinguish the human being the Yiddish and Neshama from the animal kingdom. Number one is Deus, whereas with animals, 
Their day is much the same. Let's eat grass, let's eat grass. I mean, they don't think about much more than... Between an animal, they don't have that, that higher intellect that a human being has. Whereas, with a human being, each one, this one's good at math, this one's good at this, this one's good. We've each got different opinions. Our days are completely different. There's no two days which are exactly the same. Certain in terms of the parts To most people, a monkey is a monkey. A horse is a horse. Yeah, this one may look a little different, but if you take a whole load of horses, most people can't tell the difference unless you're actually the, the, uh, the farm keeper or whatever it is. But you can't really tell the difference between, between one and the next. They all look much the same. Whereas human beings look completely different. I mean, obviously, if you get twins or you, know, you get people who look a, li- a little similar. But we're all pretty much different in, in the, in the past. That's one thing the Ben Yehuda says. He says, the other thing is, because this is what keeps the world running. He says, just imagine if our days were all the same. How would you conduct business? You wouldn't be able to cheat anyone business for, for, what, for one thing, because whatever you're thinking, he's thinking as well. But everyone would be interested in one line of work. We had this earlier. You wouldn't have everyone, we said earlier, each person likes his, the way our Scottish Bible created it, is that each person has got a, uh, uh, he's drawn into his line of work. Because we need to have, we need to have uh, people for all different kinds of work. So the world wouldn't be able to run if you didn't have different dates. So in terms of the parts, if everyone looks the same, how would you have a world full of mums there and for a start, says the, says the uh, Ben Yehuda. Because how would one know who's his wife? So therefore he says, this is the, the day and the parts is what keeps the world going. That's why he picks out those two things. That's what he says. But it goes on and it says, Then Zoymar once saw this 600,000 Yidden standing on Harabais. Now, who is standing on Harabais? Is that the 600,000 Yidden? Or is that Ben Zoymar? And it seems to be the Posh Bashat is, it was talking about Ben Zoymar. Ben Zoymar was standing on Harabais. Now, why it picks Harab, why it has to tell us where he's standing, We'll see soon uh, another possible pshat is actually could, could be Nagea Lahalokha. In fact, this pshat is also Nagea Lahalokha. And that's what the Benayahu says. The Benayahu says that what it's coming to tell us is you can't make the broth if you're standing amongst the 600,000 people. If you're standing with them, then you can't really appreciate the fact that there's so many people here because you're standing amongst them. You can't see, it's like when you've got this massive, massive crowd there and you're standing amongst them, you can't really see how many people there are because you're sandwiched somewhere in the middle. It was only once he was standing from above and he could see this aerial view and he could see the massive, massive number of people there then he could make this prophet. That's what the Binayahu says. But the... I think it's the Sifzeh HaKhovim I just had a note in my Gemara in a, in a different Gemara I haven't looked it up but I think he seems to understand that it's the other way around. They were standing on Harabite meaning that something which is impossible talking about one step of Harabite this is the idea that the Mokramamur, the small space, can be Mastic Moruba, can hold a lot. And I think this fits very nicely with, with what we've said. You've got a Sefer Torah which has got 600,000 letters. It's limited, there's only 600,000 letters there. But it's Mastic Moruba. We know those 600,000 letters contained within that is an infinite sea of Torah. And that's why he made this bracha. Omar, he says, Boruch Chachamorozin. This bracha which we've said, that no daya is the same as the next one, no letter is the same as the next letter in the Torah. But he continues on. Says the Marashat, only he has to continue on. Because for a normal person, finally makes this prophet. But Ben Zoma appreciated 
So he was different to anyone else. He was somebody who was privileged, he didn't have to work, he just sat and learned. And learned and learned and did nothing but learning. So therefore he continues on and he says, Uboruk Sheboruk Kaleidu Lashamshini. He looked at these 600,000 people there and he said, Boruk Hashem, that he created all these people to be Mashamish me, to see to what I need. Says Rabbi Kiva Ege, this wasn't Derek Geiger. He wasn't saying, look at me, I'm, on top of, I'm, I'm at the top of the pyramid. He was saying this to Derek Hasparasatoy. He was being Maketotak on his Borokul. And always not saying, as the Mithila Tisharim says, and always not to say that, to say, I don't exist, I don't have anything, I don't have any, uh, any uh, special kochos. That's not, that's not our novel. And always to realize all that I've got is a gift from God. He says the bird, this is the famous marshal of the Messiah to show him, the bird doesn't feel proud that it can fly. Oh, look at the human being, can't fly, I can. That's the way Hashem created it. He says, that's true, our novel. So to Ben Zoma, he wasn't expressing Derech Gaidoy. This is the way our Kodesh Baruch Hu created, Baruch Hashem, this is what the position I've been given. The Ben Yoyodah did even further, and he says that Ben Zoma was expressing, this is another way they look at it, in terms of, our novel is not to say, I'm, I'm, I'm an absolute fool. A person who's extremely clever, he's got to realise he's extremely clever. But he's also got to realise he's a bigger bow of As they say, you know, if you've got somebody who's got a million pounds in the bank, he's not necessarily a millionaire, he owes a million pounds as well. So if somebody who's extremely clever, he knows the whole of Shah. doesn't mean he's better off than any of us. It could mean, by his capabilities, he should have known the whole of Shah, probably Yushalmi, Sifrosophy, the whole Torah, and more. With all the Rishayim, etc. Whereas the person's got a, a lower level of intellect, yes, it's a lifetime's work maybe to get through half of Shah and to know it. So therefore, this is, that's how the Ben Yoda puts it. The idea is, he was expressing, he, he's expressing, I realize this is my, this is my tapas in life. I've got a responsibility here. This is the way our Kodesh Borkha is creating me to sit and learn. But he goes on. And he says, who are your owner? He used to say, Ben Zobi used to say, Kama Yagiyas Yogea Adamarishain, how much work Adamarishain had to put in, until he found bread to eat. Look at the way he had to work. Chorash, he had to plough the ground. The Zorea, then he had to sow the ground. Then the Kota, he'd have to harvest it. The Omar, then he'd have to pile it all up. The Dosh, then he'd have to, have to thresh. The Zora then winnow. Ubora then he'd have to sort out the chaff, get rid of all the, the stones. The Tokhan he'd have to grind it down. The Hirkid he'd have to... The Hirkid means to sieve it. Comes from the expression of dancing as it jumps up and down in the sieve. The Losh then he'd have to knead it, but often then he'd bake it. Eleven, eleven jobs before he got a loaf of bread. The Afrikaf Ochan. And then only thereafter would he be able to eat from it. Vani Mashkin. I get up. I find all this ready before me. How much work on the Marishan would have to put in before he'd find a garment to wear? Gozat, he'd have to shear the animal. Vilibin, he'd have to clean it to whiten the wool. Vilibin, he'd have to comb it out. Vitoma, then he'd have to spin it to make thread. For Orag, and then he'd have to weave it. Five, again, five hard jobs there before he'd get a beggar. The Yatakach, and only thereafter, 
Motel beggar a little bit, she finds a, a beggar to wear. I need ask him, I get up, and they think I'll eat him, Mr. Connor, in the far night. Go down to the shop and I buy a beggar. The truth is, there's a safer called Eina Yitzchak, I just saw this brought. Base Yosef brings it, a safer Base Yosef brings it, that. He says, there's a great terrorist. Sometimes people, they feel, you know, that their life is very, very hard, they've only got a living by a very, very tight financial uh, constraint. He says, if you think about, about it in this light, he says, it gives you a very, very positive perspective. As they say, you're always better, better off than somebody else. No matter how bad your situation, there's always going to be somebody else who you're better off than. The same token, however good your life is, there's always somebody who's richer than you as well. But, the idea is, he says, think about it, you're always better off than other Mauritians. Even if you've only got one loaf of bread, but it's one loaf more, exactly. All the Mauritians look at, at least I, all I have to do is go to the shop and buy it. All the Mauritians look at all the work he had to put in for it, just to get one loaf of bread. He says, if you look at it in that perspective, he says, you'll be able to be some after Fine. But, why did Ben Zoma pick on these things? Why on the bread and the garments? Why not wine? Why not uh, water? I mean, I don't know if all the Mauritians have to fit and work for that, but why did he pick on these two? Right. Right, bread, bread on the one hand is, is, is a staple diet. You know, I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you say the two things come from other Mauritian as well. These were part of the Columbus. I'll tell you something. He says very simple. Ben Yoda says. It was Ben Yoda. He says that. He says, what did Yaakov Avinu say? Says Tzadik Kodesh Baruch Hu, Shenosani Lechem Lecho Uveke Lubash. These are the two chasol that he thanks Hakadosh Baruch Hu for. This is Yaakov Avinu, who was the symbol of the Odom who sat, who was Yosef Ohanim, sat and learned, and sat and learned. And what did Hakadosh Baruch Hu provide him so he could sit and learn? Lechem lechol uvegelubish. Maybe for the very reason it could be that you said. These are staple, the most basic things, 100%. He said, that's where it comes from. That's what Yaakov Avinu said. And that's why he picked on, p- picked on these two things. And he goes on now, and he says, Kol umnois, shoiktois, uvois, lepesa, feisi, there's a gesa, kol umnois, u craftsman. But the gesa we've got is, all nations, they hasten and they come to the door of my house, and I find all these things in front of me. In other words, you know, very often you get a nation which is, they're very good at producing something, but they're not particularly good at other things. And what we do is, that's, that's commerce for you, that we ship out our goods, we import the goods which we don't have. That's the way, <coughs> that's the way of the world, the nation. Some are good at one thing, some are good at others. This is Ben Zemer, but I've got everything at my door. This is what, this is what Ben Zemer um, expressed. The Gon, the Gon says, he says, but there are sort of more, in a metaphorical sense, he says there are 70 kochos of the Nefesh. And he says there are 70 nations of the world. He says each nation of the world has one bad mitzvah. 
It's what the God brings. It could be cast, it could be anger, it could be gaiva, pride, etc. It could be ex- 70 bad minutes. He says the job of the tzaddik is to take those bad middles and use them for the good. To use the anger for, I don't know, kamal. Um, or rizka right? All these things, using it for the good. You know, the Briskorov used to say, he says there's no such thing as a middle which can't be used for the good. You know, you, you know what they ask them there? Huh? They asked him, what about Apikaros? And what did he answer? Oh, I said this before. Ah, right. That's right. The answer is, he says, when the Oni comes to the door, so what do you say to him? Why don't you go and get a job? Why are you coming to knock on my door? That, or, you know, sorry, that, that, is, that, is, that isn't what he knows. Sorry. He says, you say to him, says, why are you coming knocking here? Where's your Emunah? You didn't have to come here. I'll shamperalize for you. I'm knocking at my door. You may be 100% correct. But right now, says the brisket of you have to be an apikoris. Your job is to be an apikoris and to give him, to give him a, a little bit of money. Give him a bit of encouragement. You can mention him as, as a last word, you know, I give you a broch, you should have betoch, you know, your betoch should be strengthened, you should find what you need. But you don't give him a whole muster drosha. You've got to be an apikoris at that time. When it comes to other people's needs, you have to be a little bit of an apikoris. So, says the God, that's what it means over here. Kofumos, all these bad middos, Shake those who pour your poison of Hesach face, you all come to my door to be used for the good. He says, he says in a certain safer, he says there was once, they tell a story, the God says, that a Nazi once said to a king, he said to the king, my crown is bigger than your crown. Because my servant is your master. So the king said, what are you talking about? He said, Tiber. Tyvel serves me. I'm in control of my Tyvel. You are a servant to your Tyvel. Says the God, that's what's going on over here, the same idea. The Tzadik takes these bad minutes and he puts them under his control when to use them. He's not, he's not under their control. He's not, under the, he's not an ever to them. Um, yeah. Before we go on, I just want to sort of wrap, wrap up this, this idea. So what was Ben Zoma, what was he saying? So he said there's 600,000 letters in the Torah, whatever that means, corresponding to the 600,000 Neshal Mesin So you know there's a question, which is, they ask a question, so what about me? What about the Levian? Where's, where's my letter in the Torah? We know that 600,000 was not included in the Levian. So ask Kernim as well. We weren't included in the count. So where's our letter? The 600,000 Yisraelis, that was the count, but the Likonim and the Levian weren't included in the count, so where's our letter? Huh? And what does that mean? So, so somebody told me this question, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I, I found that the, 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 um, the Shlach says more or, less, more or less the same idea. That is, how many, how many uh, Levian were there? What was the count for the Levian? Uh, 
And I don't think when Levi was counted, there's all their children, grandchildren, etc., there's 22,000. Yeah, from one month, we were counted differently, and a but it's 22,000. How many letters are there in the Torah? How many letters are there in the, in the Hebrew alphabet? 22. What that means to say is, that each of the Israelis sitting here, you have one letter in the Torah. You may have a hey, you may have a vol, you may have a zayin. Two of you, you may have a different hey. But each of those hey's belongs to a lady. Now, he's, if you want, above on the pyramid. But there's somebody who's even higher on the pyramid. Who's that? No, well, they can't go together with a lady. It's Moshe Rabbeinu. Because otherwise, you've got to cash on the whole Torah. is called Moshe's Torah. That's what our Kodesh Prophet says. Torah Moshe Avdi. It's his Torah. And that's why you find that we're told that every single Neshama has a Nisus, has a spark of the Neshama of Moshe Rabbeinu. So in that sense, Moshe has a Chedik in every single letter in the Torah. And the lady has, whatever his letter is, he's got a Chedik in every single letter. And that's why we find that Moshe gave the, he gave the Torah to the tribe of Levi. Then the people came along and said, wait a second, the Torah is not just yours. It belongs to everyone. Ah, so then he said, he gave it to the whole of Israel. That's the order that it went in. But as the Raman writes, everyone could be a Levi, everyone has equal, equal rights to the Torah, it's an all citizen, etc., etc. But that's the basic idea. I'd like to suggest that's what Ben Zoma was expressing over here. We know Ben Zoma, what did Ben Zoma symbolize? We learned earlier on in Zion on the base, what the Benzema symbolized? Sorry? Well, basically the same idea is Chachma. Teros and Nasser. That uh, we were told if somebody sees Benzema in a dream, Yitzapela Chachma. He was the one sitting atop the pyramid. He was standing there from above, our God, Malev, our Abayis, and he looked down and he sees 600,000 Neshamas there. And he says, all of these are there, Lisham Shani. He says, he so to speak that he was in the position of Moshe Rabbeinu. He realized who he was. He said, this, this is not a question of Gaiva. He says, I'm the Rebbe here. I'm the one above all of them. I'm the one through me comes the Torah to all these 600,000 people. He realized he was the chain and the link handing down the Torah to the next generation. He was that one unique person in a generation. That's what he realized he was. He was that sort of icon of Chosmah. When we say Chochmah, we, we mean the ultimate Chochmah here, Chochmah Yerash Hashem. This whole religion is all Kabbalistic, but it's really realistic about things. Nothing included within, but they go down the Shachmah, or the Mitzvah boys, uh, among Jews in the, uh, the camps. I mean, it's not really, you know, for real, this is it. It's 100% real. If, if the Shlach writes it, it's 100% real. <laughs> that Kabbalah uh, is, is even, I mean, you can't say it's even truer, if we don't understand it, that's something else, but it's 100% Torah. Yeah, they they're also, they're also to the as I said to you, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. If, if, it, if it's, Kabbalah is 100%, I mean, it, it's, it's just because it's above us, that's something else. Hey, I mean, you, 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 know, you know what the Chassam Sefer is. 
The Chassan Sofer says, he said about these, I'm not, I'm not talking about this, I'm talking about people, there were people who believe, who actually said that Zayar Kodesh is not true, etc., etc. He says, this is what he writes. He says, somebody who denies, he denies in public, I mean, I'll tell you how he, how he put it. He says, somebody who denies Nisa Benigla, you should be Choshesh, that Benisa, he denies Nigla. He says, somebody who openly denies Teyas Nifta, you should, you should be worried that maybe in private he also doesn't hold the Teyas Nifta of the, of the revealed Teyas. He wasn't a Kabbalist. He really wasn't. He, didn't, he wasn't openly a Kabbalist. He knew it. And that's strong. It wasn't It wasn't known to people. I'd put it like that, right? So the same, same as Rabbi Yashif. No one knew anything about him. He was the biggest Makubad of his generation, you should know. That is, that, is, that is what it means. That means, that, that means okay, you want, if you want to understand that, that's something else. What does it mean to 600,000 shots? I can explain that to you. It's not, it's not really to do, to do with our shit, because, like I, you asked, what about a husband and wife? So there, I'll give you, just because you've got that cash doesn't mean it falls, it falls away. It's very simple. The Gemara says at the beginning of Sota, that before a person is born, before, I mean, in fact, before Yetzirah Havlad, what does it say, 40 days before that, what does it say? It is already declared who's going to be, to who's who. And they explain what shot that a husband and wife are two halves of an Ashama. And therefore that's why they will come back, they're sent into the world, like Odom and Chava, they were created as one, they were then split up, she is his Metziah, she is his other half, that's why it's called a Metziah. And that's why the Gomorrah says that a man is not complete without his wife. And, he go, and they come back, that's his Shlemus, Vahyulav Asa'achot. Except for the wife and Shoma, it's his, that's why Rabbi Akiva says, whatever is mine is hers. That's her Torah. We've got a different tablet, we work together, so it all, all comes together. So therefore the wife has been answered for. In terms of children, so you're going to ask, I live more than 600,000 people. True. The Barak Hari the son is a continuation of the father. And so on and so forth. A lot of this is not, it's not so difficult to answer. Even I, I don't have any, any knowledge because I can answer it. So I'm just saying, it's just because we, we don't understand. It doesn't take away from the thing. It's 100% MS Nahmitah. On the contrary, if we've only got Nigla, we're, we're missing out on a massive part of it. The ultimate Torah is Taka, is Nista. It's just not necessarily for this world. The main Torah in this world may be Nigla, it's something else. Anyway, but back, back to, uh, back to uh, Agamara now. Back to the Nigla. Um, continues on, yeah, so, says the Gemara. Who are your owner? He used to say, that's Ben, ben Zoma used to say, what does a good guest say? How many tirchos, how many, uh, in other words, ha, ha, what's the, troubles, troubles the Balabais has gone to, Bishvili, just because of me. How much meat he brought in front of me. How much wine he brought in front of me. How many loaves of bread he brought in front of me. And all that, he went, all that trouble he went to, it was just because of me. But a bad, bad guess. What's he say? He says, ah, What bother did the Balabais go to for me? You only have one bit of bread. You only have one slice of meat. You only have one cup of wine. there. All the bother the Balabites went to, the Torah, Elabishvil, Ishtoy, Uvanov, it was only for his, for his wife and his children. Alareyah, so, Mahuena, what does the Torah, what does 
What does the Pasuk say about a good guest? It says, Zechor, remember, Kisaski Paloi, how great is his work. It's talking about actually about Hashem. Hashem, Shoyrenu Anoshim. Literally, Shoyre possibly means to, to see, but they, they're definitely the Dashim is an expression of Shiro, that people sing about. So the Ben Yoda says, there are people we sing, we sing, you know what that person did for me, if you're a good guest, you say, oh, you know what that person did? I mean, there are halachs about this, by the way. For the sake of Chavit Chaim, you should be careful when you want to go and praise about how good that Balabais was to me. You've got to, be, you've got to be very, very careful because you may get other people going, oh, that Balabais is so hospitable and everyone goes to his door. You know, with, with, uh, when you get a large donation from something, you also, it could be the Balabais won't appreciate you going and telling everyone how big a donation you got. It could be he gave you a big donation for, a, for, a, for some reason. For your cause, he particularly appreciated. But for another one, he doesn't want to be badgered and feel under pressure to have to give everyone. So you've got to be very careful who, how, you, how you do it, etc. There's a lot about this. This isn't safe because it's high. But that's the idea that a good guest realizes what's been done for him. He gives praise for it. That's the, that's the, uh, doesn't play down. You see, most people, where Akharat Atova, lack of Akharat Atova comes from, is because a person is feels indebted. No one likes to be a Baal No one likes to be, feel that he's, He's got a literally a death of gratitude. That means in the future I may owe him one. No one like therefore he plays it down as if he's done nothing to me. I'm not indebted to him. I'm not a bad slave. But this is this is what the Torah says. This is what uh, we, we're told about somebody who's a good guest. And ultimately, to realise from this, a good guest will come to be marketed to The God writes brings a pasuk and Mishlei about a bad guest. We'll see in a second that he comes to if he's if he's a coffee table towards people, he'll also come to deny the good that people, uh, that Akkadosh Baruch has done for him. And in fact, that's what the Seba Achinoch writes, is, I think I may have mentioned this in the past, that's the idea of Kabi de Sabiqa Vesanecha, ultimately it's Akkadosh But what's the real tachlis in that mitzvah, says the Seba Achinoch, is to come to the market to Akkadosh Baruch It's a little hard to do that, because we don't see Akkadosh Baruch Our parents, we can appreciate what they've done for us. Therefore, through that, through having Akkadosh for the Two partners in creation will come to the third one, which is our Kodesh Baruch What does it say about a bad guest? About a bad guest, civil rights, therefore men will fear him. And the Sefer Ertavi points out what I mean says, when you, if, you, if you hear about a bad guest, you'll never take him into your house. People will fear taking him into their house, being hospitable to this, this guy. If other people have had a bad experience with this guest, that he's bad manners, etc., etc., no one's going to want to take him in. Just a couple of, of uh, interesting diyukim here. First of all, um, what is the, the order? The order seems a little strange. What did the good guest say? He says, the good guest says, we look at it, the order was, Kamabosar hebiraponai, what, what are Gulus Kois, by the way? Loaves of bread. Do you normally serve the meat before the bread? In the wine, maybe you have it because it's before the meal. But normally you start off, unless you're talking about the, what do they call them as? Huh? Yeah, the appetizers, but the, uh, you know, I mean, when the, at these, uh, the customers, they go around with the, on the, the stews, whatever you call it, you know what I mean, on the kebabs and things like that. But it doesn't seem that's what they're referring to. Ask Ben Yehuda, what's going on? The order seems a little funny. He says, you know what the answer is? 
Okay? I mean, the, the truth is, we, we, I, I, I don't think we have an appreciation of, uh, nowadays we just buy our meat in the shop. I think meat has also got... I'm not old enough, so I've, I've been told about it. Um, the, I, I'll tell you what he says, this is a very beautiful idea, he says, he says, if you've got somebody who, look, he, he's, he's got, he's, sorry, he's a little miserly, he, he wants to be a, he feels a little embarrassed, you know what he does, you can be very clever about this. You bring out the bread first, and everyone thinks, well, there's going to be maybe one course there. So they fill up on the bread. Then you bring out the ten, ten uh, plates of meat, and the person says, oh, what a fool I was. There was all this meat, and I'm ready to fill up on the bread. You know, the mother, the mother always says, don't fill up on the bread, there's still, still three courses to come. Well, that's what the, 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 uh, the host, who doesn't really want to have to give out all that food, she brings out the bread first, a beautiful looking loaf of bread, very tasty, seven fills up on the khada, first of all. And then by the time you bring out the rest, they've got no room, so it's, it's gamaldic. This person says no. He first brings out the meat and says, look at all the food which, get, which is here ready to eat. Just remember, don't fill up on the bread. And then he brings out the bread. So the person realizes he's not going to fill up on the bread. That's a true, well, I mean, the Oreo Sofis is about the Balabais. That's what he did for me. Because you'll notice, if you take a look at the, the bad guest, how does he say the order? He doesn't put it in that order. He puts the bread first. That's part of it. Because the bad guest says about the bai, he says, the balabai, look at him, he didn't really want me to eat, he brought out the bread first. Okay? That's one idea, the ben- that's in the Benayahu, that's the Benish Chayin, the Benayahu. In the Benayahu, he's got another couple of diokim. He says, what is this the balabai keeps saying? He keeps going on about lefonai. He says, why is everything, kamo pas hevi lefonai, kamo boso hevi lefonai, kamo yayin hevi lefonai. Well, I just say it at all for that matter. Once they come to the Torah, so just say it. Well, the bread, wine, and, and meat he brought out. What's this Lafonai? He doesn't, the, the Reh Ra doesn't say that. Particularly off of him. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be along those lines, yeah. But a, another question. He says, this bad guest, is he lying or is he telling the truth? If he's telling the truth, then what's wrong with what he said? If Paco the Balabais was this miserly, then, okay, the Balabais, I mean, maybe lost in horror, but he deserves this, this, this grace. It's easy to say bad things about good events. Oh, so you can say he's got a, it's a, he's sort of seen it in, in his eye. That, that would be the possible side. I'll, I'll tell you what, what, he, what he says. This is Kedarko, the, the Spanish guy, very often he brings Mashalim in stories. And he, he says a, a story, he says, that, that happened, he says there was once a person who went, he went to eat at something. And the Balabais was a bit of a miser. But he was only a miser when it came to guests. When it came to his own family, to his wife and children, he gave them, he would give them all the, all the good food. When it came to guests, he said, what did he do? He had a very, very wide table. And he'd sit, his wife and children on one side, and he'd sit with his guests on the other side of the table. And he'd put all the meat and all the good food next to, on the other side of the table, next to his wife and children. And where he was sitting with his guest, he'd just have a little bit of bread, maybe one piece of meat or something. So obviously the guest, it's a bit embarrassing to get up and lean all the way over the table to get to, get to, the, to the good food. The guest would feel embarrassed. It wouldn't have bad for the balabites. Look at all the good food which was there available. It's not my fault he didn't want to reach over the table for it. So he finished off, I'll just tell you the end of the story. He says there was once a pater who came along, a clever, a clever guy. What he did was, 
this is the way he tells it, he says that uh, he, started te- he started saying to the Balabai, he started tell- telling him these stories which were like uh, very strange stories. And the Balabai says, oh, I don't believe you, I don't believe you. So he says, I swear to you that it's true. And the death in, in, in those days was when you wanted to swear, you took hold of a piece of bread, apparently. Even if it wasn't really true, I, I don't know what he says. So obviously he, had to, he needed a piece of bread. So he, he sort of got up to make this shavua, and he leaned across the table to where the wife and children were sitting and took out a nice big loaf of bread, and he picked it up and he says, I swear to you, and then he put it down next to it. Obviously he's not going to put it back now. It'd be rude to stretch across the table again. So he put it down next to it. Then he continues on, he was demonstrating a certain story, and in order to demonstrate it, to, to demonstrate the story, he needed a, a bowl. So he reached, didn't have a bowl in front of him. So he had to reach across the table, get a nice bowl, which has a nice, uh, a nice array of, of, of uh, set out of meat there. He brought that over and he demonstrated what, and he put it down next to him. So this is what the Bikaev did. Al Gabonim, he says, coming back to Al Gamora, he says, that could be what's going on Al Gamora. The Arayah the, the, the Tov says, not only did he bring meat and the wine and the bread, that, that's not a kunt. He brought it in front of me. He wanted me to eat it. He put it down, as you said, he offered it to me, but he offered it to me first, he put it right in front of me, so I wouldn't feel embarrassed to have to stretch across the table. Whereas the bad guest, he's not lying. But he, the way, possibly the way he sees it, but he says, yeah, look at what, everything he brought. He brought it for his wife and children. That's exactly the Oshim of the Gemara. What's the Raya? Because he put it next to his wife and children. Where did he sit me? It wasn't the father, it wasn't in front of me. I was on the other side of the table. I couldn't even reach it. So, I was wondering the same thing. Again, I think it's what Mr. Kessler said as well. It's a question of perspective. He says, yeah, look, it was on the other side of the table. It was all for his wife and children. It wasn't the same. That's the way he saw it. Because he doesn't want to feel embarrassed. So he plays down everything. But obviously he can't be an absolute out and right lie. So it's a question of perspective. That's how he answers up these to That's why he says the phone by the Uriah Sims doesn't say it by the other one. And that's how he sort of plays down that the, it, it's uh, not just exaggeration, but it's a question of perspective. I mean, there's Victor Miller was was very very uh, big on this one. You know, I think when it rained, you know, basically we were running through the streets. He just walked walked normally. He appreciates rain. I mean, he was once he once came out. And they, as, as, when they tell the story, they say it's not to be tried at home. But uh, somebody once came, came in and found him in his kitchen with his head immersed in, in a basin of water. And he suddenly comes up, takes a big, uh, big breath, and goes back in again. And he's under there for quite a while, and then comes out with a big gasp. What are you doing? He's training to, you know, to go to hold your breath underwater. So he said, "No, I'll tell you what. I was walking down the street today, and I heard somebody complain. Said, uh, oh, this air is so polluted, it's so dirty.' And he said, "I was afraid I would lose my appreciation for the air that I thought it was gave us. So I came home, put my head in water, so I couldn't breathe." Then came out and I was able to appreciate what, what I already meant. I mean, Rabbi Miller was very, very big into this. To appreciate the Briyat Ha'edom, what I thought was he writes extensively on, on this, on this yeah. subject. To appreciate, yeah, to appreciate what I thought was gives us. Exactly, it's a question of perspective. Okay.
sure, I'm, I'm sure Colin's got some English, uh, you normally provide the English slang to this one, Those who walked back yesterday in the rain also. <laughs> okay. Continues on the Gemara. There was a man in the days of Shol who was an elderly man, Boba Anoshim, coming amongst men. Says the Marashal, this whole prophet is seemingly, seemingly superfluous, and therefore it's all there to be darshan. Now you'll notice it calls him an Ish, and apparently, says the Marashal, Ish normally symbolizes a young man. Yet he's called a Zokin, an elderly man. What's going on here? So Omar Rova says, Rav of Yitimur al-Zavid, and some say it's Rav Zavid, Yitimur of Yishai, and some say it's Rav Yishai, he says, Zer Yishai Avi Dovid. This is Yishai, the father of Dovid. Sheyotso b'uchluso, b'nichnas b'uchluso. He would go out with uh, 600,000 people, and he'd come back with 600,000 people. That means when he went out to fight, as a young man, he went out with 600,000, he came back with 600,000. The Ben Yoyola says, the Ben Yoyola says that means to say that when he, when he went out to battle, he went out to 600,000 and 600,000 came back. He was, not a single man was lost in battle. And then the Dorash, Bukhlusa, has a Zokim. Zokim means Desha Konachachma, the Gemara in Kedushin. He was a wise man in Chokma Satera. He darshaned with 600,000 people. When Yoyoda says the, the, the constant that is, that not a single person argues with his Torah. 600,000 people, normally you get at least some argumentative people there. I was thinking, perhaps tongue in cheek, you've got there as well. Nechmas Kuchlutsa, the Yotza Kuchlutsa means he started the Shea, he came in with 600,000 people, and he left, there were still 600,000 people. When he started the Mesechta, and he finished the Mesechta, there were still the same, same number of people there. But uh, not, not everyone is, is, is Zeicha to that. That was the, the, uh, the, the goddess of Yeshai ben David. And he said, where do you see that? In Bo Ba'anoshim. Is Ba'anoshim means...
So the Kesar Mishnah says, and the Ramam understood, that what it means to say is, and the next bit of the Gemara, don't go hand in hand. There's two things. One is, you've got to have 600,000 people. One thing. Another halacha, Ula tells us, is, there's no such thing as this bracha to be made on Ukhrusa in Bobel. Even if you've got 600,000 people. That's the way the Ramam understood. The, he, he said, he's got a kasha over the page, we're going to see something in Bobel. did make, make the bracha, and uh, so he says, okay, there's obviously some achalik somewhere on, just what Ula holds. And another halacha holds, you can make it in Bobel. Interestingly enough, it's been pointed out, you won't find this halacha in Shulchan Shulchan Aruch just said, 600,000 people, you make this bracha, and that's it. It doesn't say anything about Bobel Eretz Yisrael. The Rabbeinu Monoyach, though, although the Ketzer Mishnah pushes it away, he says the Makar is, it's not from this Gemara. You know where it is? It's from the Gemara, and this is how he explains why Ben Zlomar says, Ra Uchlusa al Gav Male Baharabai. Why does Nasser tell you where Uda was standing? Uh, where Ben Zlomar was standing? The answer is to tell you, it's not in Eretz Yisrael, not in Bobel. That's because he was on a, on a stair of Harabayis, that's why he was able to make this bracha. But otherwise he wouldn't have been able to make the bracha. That's what the Rabbi Namanah says, but the, the Kesha Mishnah is, is, is Dechel Apeshav. It's, it's just an, another possibility as to why I have to mention the Mokka. Continues on the Gemara. Tomei Rabbon has been taught in a Brayta. Horea Chachme Yisrael, somebody who sees the wise of Yisrael, somebody who's got Gandhis and Torah, only he says, Boruch Shecholak Mechach Moseli Reyot. Blessed is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who came from his Chokma to those who fear him. The idea being, I mean, if you just go, go on a, a little further first, Chachmei Ovdei Kachom, if one sees one of the wise people, he's got Chokma, he's got one of the seven Chokmas, he's a Chokma in music, and science, math, whatever the seven Chokmas, uh, six out of Chokmas are, Ovdei says, Boruch Shem Nosan Mi Chokma Selibri Yosef. Blessed is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he said, it's the shame of Malthus, obviously, who gave from his Chokmah to his creation. You'll notice this difference between Cholat Mi and Nosan Mi Second difference is, one is Lireo and one is Librioso. What's the difference? Says the Marashah, because Chokmah HaTorah is, you know, is part of you say, Eraisa, the Kutcha, Brichu, Chazu, it's one. The Torah and HaKadosh Baruch whatever that means, is one. The Chokmah of the Torah is a part of HaKadosh Baruch That's what it means, Shecholak, he didn't give from his Chokmah. He gave you a Chedek, we are connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shecholak, me Chokmah, so to whom? Why Lireo? Because the Mishnah says in others, Kol Sheyirat, Pech, Ekedemes, Lechokmah, so Chokmah, so Mitkayem. If you want your Chokmah, the Chokmah Satera, to be Niskayim, to, to be sustained, you've got to have Yerash Chet first. Yeah? Yerash Shomayim comes first. As we've quoted the Pasuk, He Yerash Hashem, He Chokmah. The true Chokmah is Yerash Shomayim. That's why it says Lireo. Now Shehenkin, when it comes to the Chokmah Sa'ela, the other Chokmah, they all derive from the Chokmah Satera, you should know. They're all to be found inside the Torah. But, ultimately, our Kodesh Baruch Hu gives to them, they don't have a Chedek in the Torah. As I saw somebody puts it, I can't remember who, who says this, you'll find when Yaakov, when uh, Avraham Avinu, when he gave 
he split his, so to speak, his Yerusha, he gave to Yitzchot the truth. What did he give to Libnayah? What did he give to Libnayah? Pil Akshim, what did he say? Not on Matonis. Rashi said, one of the Matonis he gave to Pnei Pil Akshim. Yishmoah, I don't know what's that? Shema is Hasuvah. He practiced their witchcraft and all these things. That's not part of the Chochmah Satayah. That's the outer, well, whatever you want to call it. That's the Shema Satayah. That's not that Mechach Nasir of Yisrael. But the Chochmah Satayah is Cholak Mechach Nasir Lireo. Now, over who, does, who qualifies for this? It's a good question. Um, you know, they, they, I think, I mean, many stories. Somebody went into Chaim uh, Kanievsky and all uh, I think the different stories has probably happened quite a few times. They obviously, this is, this is somebody who, in our generation, is the is somebody who definitely should qualify qualify for this. You'd expect should qualify for this um, because you've got somebody there who knows Kolasera Kudada. He definitely knows he's got Kolasera Kudada. I mean, some, somebody I believe I read once somebody asked Ramosha Feinstein could they make the broth over him, and he thought for a second he said. Probably you shall meet the frost, the free. He says, "Yeah, you can make the bracha." Right? Whereas Rupan Kanyevsky, he said, uh, "He says, why? What bracha do you want to make of me? Over me? I'm not announcing." He said, "You make you make bracha instead of announcing." I'm not announcing. Well, what, what bracha is this? What, what bracha do you want to make of me? I think somebody wants to make a bracha, and he kicked them out of the house. He says, "He says bracha." I thought he better say bracha. Shame straight away. He felt he wasn't worthy of it, but. Um, Somebody the Vadi on Seth is also he's got a Kalatera Kura. I I did read that somebody once asked a Talmud brought out a little pamphlet after the after Moshe Shmuel Shapiro when he when he was uh was Rosh Hashiva Be'er Yaakov when he was Nifta so we, a very close Talmud brought out uh, like a pamphlet of various uh, things he heard from him and he says he wants he, he was asking about you know certain who he can make a bracha so he said to him Moshe Shmuel said well mention names I'll tell you. He mentioned, I, I don't remember who he said Walter with, but he said, yeah, probably Rabbi Yashi. He said, ah, Baba, on him you can make the bracha. I'll just tell you one night that I heard this from the person himself, a roommate of mine, he once, he once went to Bnei Barak, and he was, he, he was going to go and daven with a minion of Rabbi Nisman Karelit. So, uh, he thought he'd be clever, and he's, 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 I, I believe he did this, he told me this is what he was going to do. He was going to ask Rabbi Nisman, over whom can he make the bracha? And what he, what he was hoping is Reminiscent would say, you know, this is this and this, and he'd then go ahead and make the bracha on Reminiscent then. Once Reminiscent would tell him who qualifies, he was just, that would be his excuse to be able to make the bracha. But Reminiscent disappointed him, he said, in our generation, this is what Reminiscent held, in our generation there's no one you can make the bracha over. That was, uh, so there seems to be a little bit of a machlokes about who exactly qualifies for this. According to Rebnissim, according to Rebchaim Kanevsky, it seems uh, at least Rebchaim Kanevsky about himself felt he's unworthy. Well, if you can't make it over Rebchaim Kanevsky, I'm not sure who you can make it in that generation. Um, somebody's got Kolat Terekuda there. But, and as for the fact that they could hold him again, depending, I mean, they say, I think, you know, somebody like Mozart, for example, in terms of Kochmas music, that would be somebody you can make the Ebrach over. Um, just finish off with this, we'll, we'll sort of just leading into the next piece. Somebody who sees the Melochim, um, he sees Jewish kings. Omer, he says, Blessed is he who, again, the same notion, you know, who gave of his covet, a chedek of his covet, to those who fear him. Whereas, when it comes to the kings, to non-Jewish kings, Omer, he says, 
Borok Shem Nosan Mikavodeh Libriyosov. Again, the same Loshan you find there. Why? Same idea. Because when it comes to Malchus Yisrael, we are, the Malchus Yisrael is a chilek of Malchus Shomayim. They are just the physical representative of Malchus Shomayim. Whereas, a Goyshe king has got nothing to do with Malchus Shomayim. And this, I believe, I think it's a Sefer Amman, I think it is. He uses this to explain that, I, I think it's, I think he uses this to explain, that's the idea why, Merak Shomachal al-Kavod ain't Kavod al-Makhal. A Merak can't be Merakhal on his Kavod, because it's not his. His Kavod is Hashem's Kavod. Hashem's given him a Kavod on his Kavod. It's not his Kavod. It belongs to Hashem. Mashiach and HaKadosh Baruch Hu can be Merakhal. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can be Merakhal because it's his Kavod to be Merakhal. That's how the Sefer Amman explains it. But by the way, with this, with this idea, that's why you'll, you'll appreciate, that's why we say no king can sit in, sit in the Azara, except for Malchus Beisovitz. Why? Because anyone who can sit in the Beis Hamikdash is HaKadosh Baruch It's HaKadosh Baruch Who else could have the Chutzah to sit there? But Malchus Beisovitz, it's not his, and there's many, many Pesukim which, which, uh, which indicate this idea. So Zovit HaMelech appreciates, it's not my Malchus, this is HaKadosh Baruch I'm nothing. Anuchi Sela Asfada Yish. It's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu's covered. The same idea you find, I'll give you one other example where you find this, is the Gemara in Chagigo. The Gemara in Chagigo where Ache, what, what happened with Ache? Ache, we, we saw in the previous Omos, how did Ache go off? So it says because he, when, they, when the five of them went in the, into the Paradise, and, um, and, and there's a whole, whole story there, Rabbi Akiva was anyone who came out on skate, Ache went off the path, what did he see? So it says when they went up to Shemayim, whatever it means, they saw, well, he saw there, he saw one of the Malachim sitting. This is the way the Marashah explains it. The Marashah explains it there. How can he sit there? Only our Kodesh Baruch can sit down. Same idea. There's the Marashah, you know what, why he was sitting? Because you know which Malach it was, which star it was? It was Matat. I mean, I, I don't know if we, we say the full name. And what does the Potsit say about him? He, his name, I, I, I don't know if you say it, one, one says the, the full name. So, um, this is one, one of the Malachim, one of the Sorry. But the Potter says, Kishimi Bakirba, says the Marashal. My name is inside him. Akhir thought, wait a second, there's two, two gods here. There's two people sitting up here. You've got this Malach and you've got Akhir's father. I see there's two gods. No, it's not. Says the Marashal, that was his mistake. Kishimi Bakirba, the same idea. Whatever that means, Kishimi Bakirba, I don't know what that means. Again, you have to ask the cabinets for that. But, he should be careful, whatever that means, he's carrying the name of Hashem, therefore he could sit down. I believe that's the same idea, the Malchus based on it. Versus Hashem, tomorrow, which is, which is, if you just see the next thing, we'll, we'll leave the, the rest of it for tomorrow. Omar Rabbi Echanon, Le'odam Yishtadel Odom, a person should always strive, we have had this previously, Loras Litrat Malchus Yisrael, a person should always run to see Malchus Yisrael, Le'odam Malchus Yisrael, a person should always run to see Malchus Yisrael, even to be non-Jewish things, as Marashal says, why? I don't have a fear to, to go looking for brothel. It's not just to make a brothel. It must be something more. Shem Yisrael says, if you're doing the Yasin, be Malfi Yisrael, Malfi Yisrael, and Malfi All the Kovid you see in this world, the biggest Kovid is obviously given to King. That's nothing compared to the Kovid that we given to Manat HaMashiach and to those who, who are the kind of interest. The reward that's coming is going to be a far greater Kovid. Better Hashem will speak hopefully tomorrow, leave you with the questions, what about nowadays? If one meets the Queen, does one make a brothel over her or not? And Sasha will speak about that tomorrow.